Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Of course, also streaming worldwide on that Odyssey app. And we're also live streaming for you on YouTube, X, and Facebook. So if you want to check us out there and hop in that chat box and say hi to everybody, you're more than welcome to do so. We'd love to have you interacting with the show. I'm Mark Hoke, and uh, the man messing with this camera. As always. Doing his thing. The David Difference. What's oh, up, David? Oh, what a difference a Dave makes. Ah, oh, today's going to be a day. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, we had a great time at Full Gear last night down in L.A. Yeah, we yeah, that was a heck of a show yesterday, and we're going to get to talk about that and a whole lot more. Good morning, everybody. It, it's been <laughs> the morning didn't stop for us. So yeah, I'm uh, yeah insane. Yeah, well, we, was it insane? I don't know. Maybe we're just out of touch. Yeah, but now well, you know that's the life of the uh, the traveling professional, to say the least. Amen. Well, I don't know about professional, man. No. Well, you know, it is what it is. I'm trying to get adjusted over here. Yeah, I, like I see that. I, 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 all right, let's just go with it. Welcome. Good morning, <laughs> everybody. Let's do this thing. <laughs> it, it's like uh, 45 minutes sleep in the last 24 hours, so we're going to make the best of it. 45? Yeah, 45 minutes. I dropped you off at 4.30. Yeah, man, I had things to do. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. All right. Well, we uh, also do have a very special guest in studio with us today. Yes, I hear there's a, there may be a mystery guest coming as well. I think we'll 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 call it mystery guest for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we got mystery guest yeah. perhaps. But we are very excited to have a uh, this woman on our show today. She is absolutely killing it up and down the West Coast and the Southwest, just tearing everybody apart. Indeed, and of course she is the center of attention. Let's take a look real quick. Brittany Brooks, welcome. What's going on? What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. You're playing a video. I didn't know you were doing that. Yeah, yeah we're doing the video. Oh, um, <laughs> wasn't ready for that. But we're, there's a video playing on the live stream right now. So that's coming in. Okay. All right. But uh, yeah, Brittany, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Yeah. Good morning. Very happy to have you with us today. <laughs> yeah, showing off some gold. Champion. You know. I'm about to add a second one today, second belt today, tonight, winning the FSW Women's Championship. You got, yeah, you got a huge opportunity tonight going down in FSW Luck of the Draw at uh, Silver, Tent, Silver, Silver Nugget Casino. Yeah. It is happening. So tell me about this match you got. Um, so apparently now it is a fatal four-way, which I was <laughs> unaware of. Um, so it's me versus Viva Van versus Rochelle. Versus Maserati in a four-way for the FSW Women's Championship. And I don't know. I'm really excited. This is, like, my second casino show. Um, I did, like, a Battle Royal one at the Silverton one. And it's, like, my second time at the Silver Nugget. Because the last time I was there, I had the gauntlet match where I came up short to Viva. But 
That's not happening tonight. I don't care who wants to add themselves to my match. I'm winning, and I'm walking out with the FSW Women's Championship and adding it to my Dreamwave Women's Championship. You know, okay. you know. Pretty, pretty confident about that. I mean, the, the, there are no slouches that you're going up against tonight. You know, that, like a little the nerves kicking in, or how you feel? Uh, the, I, I think the nerves are always going to kick in. I always get so nervous before a match. But it's also like I know I was born to do this. I know that this is my passion. This is everything I've ever wanted. And it's going to happen. But pushing those nerves aside and making the best of it, that's all I can do. And just walking in with the most confidence possible. Like I don't underestimate anybody in this match. And I know they're all vicious and they're all so, so, so good at what they do. But I'm the center of attention. And when I walk into that room, all eyes are going to be on me. The new FSW Women's Champion, Brittany Brooks. Very nice. Prediction. Getting ready. That's for sure. Brittany, how did you get into wrestling? I can't hear you. Oh, your headphones. Oh, jeez. She's a rookie over here. Come on. Brittany, how'd you get into wrestling? I still can't really hear you. Uh, Can you hear me? It's very low. (laughs) Uh, How did you get into wrestling was the question. Oh, um, so (laughs) as a kid, I watched it all the time like it was about 2011 when I started watching it um and then from there um I just became a huge fan my brother watched it with me um and then eventually he kind of fell out of it and it became my thing so I would go to all the shows when I was a kid um every time they came to Phoenix I had to go I was like I need to go like this is my passion like I need to be there so then I just started doing it and then I started trading at Arizona Wrestling Federation when I turned about 14 years old I started like a kids class and then I had my first match ever at 15 won the AWF women's championship in my ninth match ever when I was 16 and then uh ended up tearing my ACL uh in 2021 and then I came back in December so it's almost been a year since I came back and since then I've been so determined to get everywhere do every every company I can come across just get my name out there and consistently get better and that's like what I've been trying to do the past year and I I think it's been working a little bit I've been making towns traveling a lot and having the most fun ever yeah now that's dope um and me and Mark we just got back from LA and like over but you do and we're complaining or at least I'm complaining (laughs) you do this like all the time I was thinking that this morning is like this is the lifestyle you live like back and forth uh nonstop. tell me where does that drive come from It's just, I think the passion, like, when I watched it as a kid, I would have never imagined, like, I didn't know indie wrestling was a thing, like, I didn't know there was anything other than WWE, like, until I was, like, 15, 16 years old and started training, like, I think the passion just comes from simply needing to make it, like, every single part of me needs to make it to WWE, needs to make it to larger audiences, and needs to inspire people, because that's, like, all I want to do, like, Everybody wrestles for different reasons. Everybody wants to go different places with wrestling. But, like, for me, I need to make it because that's all. Like, this is my passion in life. This is literally all I've ever wanted. Like, since I was five years old, I knew that I wanted to be a professional wrestler. Now that I'm starting to do that a little bit, like, it's so crazy to me. Like, the hours in the airports, the hours in the car, the hours on planes. Like, I had a 15-hour travel day last week. Mm. And it was, like, 15 hours between... When I like I left my house at like 11 p.m. and I didn't even make it to New York until like 3 p.m. Like so it was like layovers and 
long plane rides and it's all worth it because like the second I'm out there wrestling I forget all that and I'm so focused on the match and so focused on getting better and performing well and winning so (laughs) that's just I don't know it's just passion and drive and need to make it what what was that like I know you got a little shot on AEW what was that like for you it was awesome like I had such a such a good experience there uh it was crazy because I went I think it was 12 or 13 shows in that same building as a kid uh, for WWE and just being able to wrestle in a building that I spent hundreds of dollars. Like I would save up my money. Like I would go to our backyard and pull all the weeds from our rocks and be like, dad, can you, can you pay me? So then I would have money so I could get tickets for WWE whenever they come. Like I spent so much money, so much time working to get to that arena and then now I'm wrestling in it. Like, that was crazy. And there was like a second after I had lost, I looked around and I was like, this is all I've ever wanted. And like getting a little taste of that dr- has driven me 100 times more. Like being able to do that once is crazy cool. But I need to get to the point where I'm wrestling in arenas like that every single week. So just like knowing that that's a possibility and seeing that it's attainable, that's like been driving me for the past few months i'm like i need to make it so then i could be doing this every single week right now nah, that's beautiful sounds like an obsession so you're you're <laughs> you're young you're 19 they say you got to be a, a, a be obsessed to be average uh what sets you apart from i mean there's a lot of people out there that have the dream but obviously you're making moves and making strides quickly what do you think sets you apart and gives you these opportunities i think what sets me apart is that same drive like i need this and i keep saying that but it's so true <laughs> like, like when I will do whatever it takes. And I think that you need to have that because from an early age, my coach is like, you need to set yourself apart and you need to make it. So then people want to book you over somebody else. And like it, it gets to that point where it's just, I need this and I need to make sure that every single thing I'm doing is going to get me to a position where I am getting better and I'm wanting to like get all these eyes on me and people are wanting to watch me, wanting to see me like, It's a lot because, like, you – like, what people don't understand about indie wrestling is, like, I I feel like sometimes it's very hard to, like, draw a crowd, right? And, like, I'm just this girl from Arizona and, like, the fact that people are willing to, like, fly me in and stuff like that just always surprises me because, like, I know how much it costs for flights and all that stuff. But it's just, like, building that resume and getting the names behind you, followers – getting better just at every step of the way is like so important to me. And I think like what separates me the most is my drive. Like I will do literally whatever it takes to get to where I need to be, whether it's hours in the gym, hours in an airport, long layovers, like it all doesn't matter to me because it's what I love and it's what I want to do. And I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. That is awesome. Yeah, That's magical right there. Yeah. She's fired up today. And of course she's going to be at FSW night silver nugget. So make sure you get down there and check that out. New champ. New champ. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, let's step back and take a break. And uh, we're going to have more of Brittany Brittany Brooks. Plus, we're going to kind of tie this in a little bit with some of the stuff that happened at Full Gear last night. Oh, boy. Because there was uh, a couple of uh, title changes with the ladies last night. Oh, yes, there was. There were. It was. And, you know, I know we were talking a little bit before we got in here about. Tony Storm and Julia Hart, of course, uh, both making major changes in themselves to propel themselves to championship levels again. So we're going to take a break and come back with 
more with Brittany Brooks, David Difference. I'm yeah. Mark Hoke on the Mark Hoke Show. KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. And make sure you join us in that chat box as well. Say hi to everybody on YouTube, X, and Facebook. We will be right back, everyone. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON, 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas, streaming live on that Odyssey app and in our live stream, YouTube, X, and Facebook. I want to say hi to all the people that are in the chat box right now, like Peanut Nerd. Peanut Nard. That's Peanut Nard. What is that? Who's that? Hey, he's from AZ. He said he's from AZ. Okay, that's your people. You know, that's that's my people. Okay, okay. And and Zach Minger, welcome. Thank you for uh, joining us today. We appreciate that. Well, last night, Full Gear, which Dave and I attended, all the way through the media scrum. (laughs) What a day. Tony, Tony was rambling last night. Ah oh, yeah, Tony be going off. Tony was going off. <laughs> like settle down, man. I wanted to I wanted to say, "All right, let's wrap this up, Tony." Got yeah. things to do. Yeah, but but last night the two major title changes that took place were both on the women's side. Uh, as Tony Storm be- beat Hikaru Shida to become an, this well now the second three-time AEW Women's Champion and Julia Hart, the young one, managed to win the TBS championship in that three-way match last night, knocking off Chris Statlander and Sky Blue. So we have new champions on the women's side in AEW, and uh, going especially with Julia Hart being so young. She's 22, I believe, Dan? Uh, yes, yeah, she is 22, 22. Years 22 years old, young. Yeah. Years old, young. <laughs> yeah, went 19, right? So, yeah. I mean, she's, she's your senior. How how'd you feel about that? Did Does that make an impact on you? I think it's cool. Like, I, I, I love Julia Hart. I think she's so talented. And I think it was so cool that she's finally, you know, she finally won a championship. And it's going to be no different for this young one tonight at FSW. So, <laughs> Brittany Brooks has you know. fired up everybody, <laughs> to say the least. But, you know, one thing that struck me when you think about the two women that won last night was they both went through major character changes over the past year or so. You know, of course, Julia was a cheerleader. Rah, rah, sis, boom, bah. Yes, sir. And then she joined the House of Black and went all evil and just absolutely caught fire. And then this Tony Storm change to the timeless Tony Storm gimmick has absolutely propelled her to a, a new place that I don't think anybody ever thought she'd get. And, and Brittany, you and I were talking a little bit about making those kind of changes and trying to decide how you're going to present yourself as a as a character and you think about you know being a going from a cheerleader to a, a, a crazy witch and you know just how all that worked out and and with tony too what did you think about those character changes and how does that affect you as you're moving forward in your career when you see something like that i think like character changes are so important because you can't stay the same in anything like you always have to amplify you always have to get better I feel like I'm definitely still working on, like, my character and what I want for Britney Brooks. Um, it's definitely probably the hardest part of wrestling for me is, like, determining, you know, getting that charisma and determining what I want people to see and what I want people, like, not to see from Britney. So, like, um, but I think the character changes are so important because, like, 
it, when it comes down to it, like if you keep changing and you keep like making yourself better and adding new edges and adding new things to you, it's only going to make you better. So, and, yeah, and, and then when you, you know, you and I were also talking about, you know, how easy it is to sexualize women in professional wrestling and make characters like that, and trying to maybe find that balance between femininity and you know being a, a pro wrestler and being taken seriously. How tough is that line for you? Um, for me, it's like not too tough because like. When I first started in this, like, I always trained with, like, guys, and I always, like, was taught that toughness. So, like, I do understand that, like, you do have to highlight what is good about you. So that's something that, like, I kind of struggle with a little bit because, you know, I don't want to be over-sexualized because I want people to understand that I want to be taken seriously and I don't want to be seen as something that's just, like, you know, let's just let's just use her for the looks, you know, because I want to get better and be good at what I do. So, like, to me, being a good wrestler is far more important than, you know, like, how I look. And But I do still want to look presentable and look professional. So it, it's definitely a fine line to, like, kind of border on. Yeah, when you look at, like, uh, fans, I mean, from a female uh, wrestler standpoint, do you see that you get more support from the, the male fans or the female fans or is it a mix? I think my audience is definitely male uh, like older older males, but then also mostly <laughs> little kids too. Like, okay. so I get those little girls. I mean, I wear those heart shaped sunglasses out to the ring and put them on a little girl, and that always like helps them, you know, like fall in love with me. Like there was, th- there's this little girl in Arizona. Her name is Athena. She's so cute. She dressed up as me for Halloween, nice. and that was so cute. <laughs> and then um, I was tagged in something earlier. I think last week of this girl, she has like a ton of my eight by tens on her wall. And I was like, that is so cute. So it's definitely a mix of like older males and then young children. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, that's dope. So uh, who was, who was your inspiration in the Ooh. wrestling business coming up? My biggest inspirations were John Cena and the Bella Twins. So like, okay. l- like the Bella Twins really, really, really made me love wrestling and really made me like, Hey, I want to do that. Um, it's crazy because last weekend I was on this show called Big Event NY and they were headlining. It was like a meet and greet thing. They were headlining the show and I was trying to like go up and meet them and like talk to them, but they were just so busy and their line was like crazy long. And so I didn't really get a chance to talk to them, but I think it'll happen one day. And like the day that I do get to meet them, I just want to tell them like how much they inspired me and how like how much I want to give that feeling to other like kids because they are such a huge reason why I wrestle. And then John Cena, too. Like, he was my first favorite. Like, when I first started watching wrestling, like, I always liked Randy Orton and Cody Rose because I was who my brother liked. Okay. But then John Cena was, like, my first, like, this is mine. Like, I like him. And, like, I would wear all the sweatbands and had the hat and, like, so many of his shirts. And, yeah, I was just obsessed. Yeah, that's interesting. Do you find that, I mean, because you work with a lot of female talent, that they – like are more inspired like like a male wrestler versus like you know seeing a woman champion and saying that's who I want to be or become. Yeah, definitely. Cause like um, my home promotion AWF, sometimes they are I'm the only girl on the show, especially when they do like these like festival shows. So like I'm able to resonate so well with like the younger crowd because like I'm like these little girls are seeing a young girl you know on the show with all these guys, right? So like it, it definitely does help because I I want to be that for them. I want to become like their inspiration as the Bella Twins and John Cena were for me. Yeah. And then of course, the survivor series is coming up too that this coming weekend and they've got a women's war game match. That's going to be 
pretty wild, I would imagine. It's damage control. It's Bailey, Asuka, Io Sky, and Kyrie Sane taking on Bianca Belair, Charlotte, uh, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch just got involved in that mess. And But, of course, you know, so many revolutionary women in that group. I mean, just the, it really has inspired a generation of female wrestlers. And you know, are any of those names, how many of those names resonate with you? And and what do you think about that match coming up? Because, you know, the ladies got to get a little nasty in there. That's going to be crazy. Like the eight, like I would say the A team of, <laughs> of Charlotte and Becky and like that, that team is crazy. Um, yeah. So Becky Lynch was also a huge inspiration for me. Like as I was starting to wrestle too, um, I met her a couple times and I got to like talk to her a little bit. So it was like really special. Um, and then Charlotte, Charlotte's like the best. Like I simply don't like, I I aspire to be as good as she is at wrestling one day. Like, she's just so talented. So, like, to see, like, her in the women's war game, like, it's going to be such a good match, and I'm so excited to watch it. Yeah, definitely. Talking about women's war games, what's your strategy going into tonight? Ooh, my strategy. I mean, (laughs) since Maserati decided to, like, add herself to her match, Mm. our match, I'm just ready to see her and Rochelle kind of implode because at the end of the day, this is for the championship, and you can have teammates, you can have best friends, but is that really more important than the championship? Because at the end of the day, I'm cool with everybody, but that championship is mine, and it's coming home with me. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested to see if Rochelle and Maserati turn on each other a little bit. Yeah, Maserati's been known to do her own thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the least. I was Rochelle, I would not trust her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're trying to break that team up. <laughs> hey. You are being I mean, a little devil. I'm just Brittany here. Brooks. I'm just here. Uh-huh. It's okay. <laughs> we'll find out tonight. Five p five PM. Yeah. Just going down Silver so. Nugget. Live on Fight Plus, FSW, Luck of the Draw. Yeah, and and I think it's really interesting when you look at the female talent that is here in Vegas. I mean, just you, you take those four and it's, it's enough. I mean, what a, what a talented group and, you know, including yourself. I mean, you know, I, I, I got to see a lot of your work on YouTube and so on, but, and then saw you live a couple of times and just that, how fast the, the female talent base is growing here in Las Vegas with that group. Absolutely incredible to see, where everybody's headed, and you know, I think a lot of people know Viva's going to be going somewhere sometime soon, and I, I think all four of you will be at some point. Aw, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. Yeah, and definitely, like, so your thoughts, you know, FSW, Zoe Stark, I mean, she's a savage beast. Yeah, yeah she's good, and she, that's another one out of Vegas, too, you know, talking about that talent base. She's wrestling Rhea Ripley coming up at Survivor mm-hmm. Series as well. Yeah, you know, another talking. Vegas product, so... Yeah, it's kind of the place to be. It is. I was going to say that. <laughs> Vegas is 100% the place to be. If it were up to me, I'd move here. But, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's it's hard. <laughs> but <laughs> Nah, it definitely can happen. So what's the talk uh, like through, I mean, you go to different uh, independent promotions. Uh, is Vegas the place to be? Like, is that is that the talk? Uh, everybody always thinks that where they are is the place to oh, be, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> um, everyone's like, oh, my God, you should move to the Midwest. Um, it is really fun in the Midwest. I, I think wrestling is just so fun everywhere. Something about the West Coast, though, that I notice is, like, our wrestling weekends don't really start until, like, Fridays. But, like, on the on the East and, like, Midwest, sometimes they start, like, having shows on Wednesdays, Thursdays. So, like, I think it's cooler for that. Um, but definitely, I, I think I think Vegas is the place to be. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. There definitely. we go.
Yeah, and, uh, you know, so don't forget, guys, if you want to come out, and gals, if you want to come out and see Brittany tonight, they're going to be at the Silver Nugget at 5 o'clock. FSW, luck of the draw. Should be a wild, (laughs) wild evening, to say the least. A lot of great stuff going on. And, by the way, our mystery guest has arrived, but we're not going to put him on just yet. (laughs) What? We're not going to put him on just yet. Who's here? I wonder who it is. I don't know. There it is. I guess we'll find out soon. But that mystery guest will also be a part of this FSW fiasco tonight. It's going to be wild. Is it Maserati? CM Punk? No, there's no CM Punk. I'll drop Maserati right now. She's here. Oh, wow. I'll get her on the phone. Hang on. Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) Hang on. We're going to have another fight in the studio? Yeah, let's do it, man. (sighs) Who, me and you? No. Oh, that's later. That's the second hour. It'll be like that money in the bank that was during COVID at the WWE headquarters. What? What? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> what, what happened there? What? What I missed? They, they, had money they the fought bank. their way through the building. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah, Titan Towers. Yeah, let's do that, man. Yeah, WWE headquarters got trashed that night. <laughs> Good times. That was times. that was ridiculous. But <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So this is it's going to be a great night, and we'll look forward to seeing you doing your thing, Brittany. So. Uh, but, hey, I want to thank for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah, so come on out tonight, FSW. Yeah. New champ. New okay. champ. Oh. Spoiler. We don't, we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> All right. So we're going to take another break, and then when we come back, uh, we're going to welcome our mystery guest into the studio as well. And uh, we're going to break down this full gear card and a lot of other things that happened. Yeah, no devil last night. Yeah, I was, I was surprised the about that. Yeah, no devil I showed up. see CM Punk. I think the devil was there somewhere. We just don't know who he was. Ah, uh, yeah. A- MJF. No, 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 not MJF. Uh, Adam Cole. Do you think Cole's the guilty yeah, one? Well, we'll, so. well, we'll talk about that when we come back here on the Mark Hoke Show. Here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. David Difference, myself, Mark Hoke, and who could it be? <laughs> oh, who, who? I'm... And honestly, I'm scared. First oh, time he's been in the studio. You're always scared, man. <laughs> you, live, you live a fearful life. Brittany, I appreciate you. Uh, yeah, I will thanks see you for tonight. Coming, Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We'll stick around, everybody. We'll be right back. One oh one five FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we return to The Mark Hoke Show here on KDON. It is the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. Oh, man. Still absorbing everything that happened at full gear last night, David Difference. Yeah, it was a wild night. That was it. Yeah, I mean, I have thoughts. That's new. I have thoughts on this thing. It was which which part? A lot of it. Oh well, break it down. And you I, know what was, was interesting? What was interesting? Well, it, it, we were sitting there. There was about what forty people that that came in at once, and it was all MJF's family there to uh, celebrate from New York. They came out. They said, uh, "Big family celebration." Yeah, that was pretty cool. They were all distraught when he got sent to the hospital. <laughs> a lot of them didn't watch wrestling, so they was like, "I hope he's all right." I'm like, yeah, he, he, I think he'll be fine. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, MGF escaped both matches last night. But I, you know, I was it was funny though. I was actually reading some of the reviews coming in on the the championship match with Jay White, and I got to tell you, there were people that were not happy with that match. 
Uh, in what regards? Uh, called it overbooked and also thought it really hurt Jay White. because Oh, for, yeah, I, I was thinking that too. So to set that scenario up from last night, uh, MJF was defending the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships, teamed with Samoa Joe in place of Adam Cole, and taking on the guns. They win the match, but then the guns, Samoa Joe hightailed it, and the guns jumped MJF. Because, of course, he's wrestling for the World Championship later the night. They're part of the Bullet Club and, of course, taking on Jay White. So they get a chair out, and they're crushing his knee, and then they put the, the chair around his knee and jumped off the top rope, did the whole thing, and MJF got carted off in an ambulance. Mm, mm, mm. Adam Cole steps in, and even though Adam Cole is still in a walking boot and crutches, offered to defend the championship for MJF so he did not forfeit it. That's a friend right there. I was going to ask Tony, like, is this just, you just make your rules as you go, or is this a, an official thing? Yeah, it's kind of interesting hey, that you that, wrestle for me tonight. For see, the title. yeah, that that's actually another quandary. Now that you think about it, um, <laughs> but then they they get to the match. Adam Cole comes out, and then MJF comes rolling up in the ambulance, leg wrapped, knee wrapped. He's a mess. He can barely walk. But then he was kind of doing some things that he shouldn't have been able to do, and which some people complained about. And then you know, Jay White lost the match to yeah. a to a half crippled MJF. Yeah, that and was... and a lot of people were saying, you know, that wasn't cool to do that to Jay White because, you know, it makes him look bad that he could couldn't even beat a half hobbled MJF. Yeah, well, I, that's interesting because yeah, I was thinking that as the match was going, it was like, this where's this guy go from here? He just got beat up by uh, a crippled. You know, it didn't make no sense. I mean, it made sense, I but mean, the... I, that's not good for if where he's going next. I mean, overall, I thought the match was good. I mean, the crowd was going nuts. That was a that was a great crowd in L.A. last night. They were night. packed, man. It was, it was far different from the Vegas crowd we have. I mean, Vegas was good, but that, out in that building, the, the acoustics in that place was different, man. Yeah, it was. And, you know, I was up in Seattle, too. And, you know, the noise, I think it was the, the L.A. crowd was a little more intense than it was in Seattle. That's for sure. Yeah, you get I mean. They were. It's a different, different crowd, different people, different vibe. Yeah, it was, like something else, man. Yeah. Speaking of, yeah, it was it was definitely a different vibe. That's for sure. But <laughs> yeah, but MJF does escape with his titles, and we got to hear him crying when he came into the uh, the scrum. Yeah, he was in tears, man. He was in tears, man. He was in pain and eating pickles, emotional. Yeah, you know, lots of pickles flying around. We should get some of those pickles. I don't know about that. I'm going to stay away from pickles. <laughs> Leave that to you, Mark. <laughs> Pickle man over there. That, yeah, it was, it was an interesting show to say the least, but obviously that swerve match, match of the night in my opinion. I know you said it was too much, too gory, well, too bloody, did, but that was a beautiful thing, man. You know, but it, you know, and I think that might be a good time to bring in our guest. Oh, <laughs> is that the segue? To yeah, get, let's, get him in here? let's segue him in here. Because I, I'm really excited to, to have this gentleman back on the show, but now we've got him in the studio. Let's Maybe say hi to the No Limits Poppy, shall we? Danny Limelight. Hey. There he is. <laughs> Danny Limelight joining us here on the show. He's in town for FSW today, too, bud. What's I'm up? in town to become the FSW heavyweight champion. That's why I'm in town. What's up, Mark Hope? Dave Difference? How y'all doing? Yes, sir. Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Good to see you here live in the in the studio, huh? It was good to be here in the Mark, you know, Mark Hope show right here with the little <laughs> banner, the, 
the studio stuff set up. It looks good in here. It feels cozy. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, it's well decorated, isn't it? It is. I got my pretty face back yeah, there. Danny, do you, you know, that, that, you know it's ah, funny because we, we, we he didn't. He just put like, that up. Like, he just, just slide, put slide, that up. Slide the, slide the mic over. You cover in my face, Dave. There it is. Look at that poppy. Yeah. You know, it's funny. We didn't know. We didn't know Danny was going to be on the show until I guess he popped us a message just, what, an hour ago? Yeah, a little bit less than an hour ago. I literally, I was in Wisconsin last night in Ironheart Pro, defending the United Wrestling Network World Heavyweight Championship, going on almost 365 days as champion. Um, And then I hopped on a plane all the way to Las Vegas, Nevada, because we have FSW luck of the draw tonight. You know, and I'm on my way to get my hands on Selena. And I said, I'm here early. I want to go to the studio. I want to come see there Mark Hope. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There well, it is. We're, we're very happy to have you here. But, yeah, those pictures up there, um, you know, I kind of redid the studio in here. And there's Sergeant Slaughter, mm. Jimmy Hart, and right in the middle of them. Is Danny Lime? It's like if you fuse Sergeant Slaughter with Jimmy Hart together, you well, get me, I guess. Kind of. You know, I was a real drill instructor, though, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, Jimmy Hart, the mouth of the South, you got, you know, I'm just the mouth all over the place. And you just, boom, there's Poppy. I, I, it works, Mark. <laughs> I, I'll give you two points for that. Yeah, so he's in kind of our Hall of Fame up there. We got the both cages on the other side here, and then we got Brooks Robinson up, too. But yeah, Brian Cage and Christian Cage. I see it. I see it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, Danny, you're an elite company, my friend. You know what? I I, I, I I try to stay in elite company. You He's know? an elite guy, man. I'm an elite guy. <laughs> there you go. So tonight. I'm elite, bruv. Yeah, is, yeah. Isn't that the new? That's what the new it? set. I'm elite, bruv. Yeah. Shout out to Will Ospreay. <laughs> Y'all were talking about I'll, the pay-per-view yeah, yeah. last night. Yeah. Shout out to my boy Ospreay. Yeah, that was big. That was big. So tonight you got an opportunity, FSW Heavyweight Championship on the line. What is it, 30-man Battle Royal Rumble style? Are you are you ready? Oh, well, I, I know you're ready for come this, on, but come what, on, what, come what's your strategy going into this, man? Oh, because I was going to take this time to tell you on live radio what my strategy is so <laughs> everyone that's entering the Rumble can know, right? Well, maybe throw them off a bit or nah, something. Nah, man, look, I'm going to put a banana peel on the ramp or something like that. Is that what you're expecting <laughs> to hear? I'm going to have the wild coyote. What's his name? What was the coyote's name? Ah, uh, Wiley Coyote. Yeah, that dude, I'm yeah. going to have him set up, for, <laughs> set up C4 and dynamite all over the place. <laughs> There's acne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, okay. you know, look, man, I'm entering number one. It's the luck of the draw. I made my debut at FSW in this Rumble a few years back. Now I'm coming back, entering at number one, numero UNO. Are you number one? I'm number one. I, I, I announced it. I called my shot like Babe Ruth. Okay. I'm going to come in. I'm going to throw bozo after bozo after bozo over the top. It doesn't matter who comes down to the ring. Dave, you can enter the rumble, and I'm going to throw you over the what? top. I thought now, it was people, You could bring man. Mark Hoke, too. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, I lift Mark <laughs> Hoke on my shoulders just like this and toss old Jolly St. Nick over the top. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I, yeah. Maybe I should enter the rumble. Yeah, you right. should, if that's what's going to happen. Hey, you should come on down. Come on now. Come see Bobby. Come into the bodega. <laughs> come on, Mark. Uh, yeah. I'm going to oh throw you God. and a Hammerstone's ugly self over the top. Together, uh, both of you, one by the ear. Wow. Wow. Jesus. No one's getting in the way. I don't. It doesn't matter who comes through that room. Brittany Brooks, who was just here, this young prodigy, the young star in the making, she could win the FSW Women's Championship, then enter the Rumble, and I'll throw her over the top, too. Jeez. Well, I mean, you, you're definitely, like we talked about earlier last week, you are built different. You're going yes. in number one. Yes. This is a hell of a match. Then let's say when you win this, right? Okay. Then you have a championship match. That's that's a tall order, man. Look, first of all, shout out to Ice, 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 Ice,
He's been champion going on how long now? Almost almost three six five, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Almost three six five. He was the no limits champion for five hundred plus days, right? He actually has a victory over me in FSW before. So I'm gonna give the man his flowers. However, the Danny Limelight that Ice Williams faced two years ago is not the Danny Limelight today. I'm built different, Dave. You know that firsthand. I've been everywhere, all over. Wrestled the best wrestlers in the world. Came back, spun the block. I'm here. I want the FSW Heavyweight Championship. So after I get through 30 dudes, Ice is going to slip and slide his way all the way to the ring. (laughs) He's going to hop in, do his little (laughs) thing that he does, take off his stupid furry coat, and then I'm going to choke him out, put him to sleep, and and then that's a wrap. Then I got Selena in my hands, the FSW Heavyweight Championship. I'm going to tell Joe DeFalco he better have the penthouse suite reserved for me. And, and we're going to party all night, Dave. You invited. Mark, you're not invited, Mark. Ah, wow. I like that. All right, cool. You know, now I wasn't going to say what I was going to say. Now I'm going to say What happens if you run into Bodie Young Prodigy? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Don't shade over here, man. Listen, Brody Young Prodigy. First of all, he got his hands full tonight with Action Jackson. Yeah. For the No Limits Championship, you know he, the Bodie, Bodie beat me by luck, but but I would not take away from Bodie's talent. The kid is what twelve years old now, yeah. <laughs> you know, almost about to hit puberty. He, he he's 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 climbing the ranks. I think I think his mom finally let cut the umbilical cord, let him go. You know, <laughs> if Bodie Young Prodigy just so happens to, you know, all three of those little brats. Brody, uh, 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 Brittany, and Matt Vandergriff will come out together holding hands, eating Sour Patch Kids, and I'm going to whoop all three of them and send them to the nursery room. <laughs> Damn. Wow. All right. Well, he, he coming with that heat tonight, huh? Ups. Mike on safety off always. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to this, man. I'm looking forward to this. So if you walk out of here, FSW Heavyweight Championship. When I walk out of here, When FSW you walk out of here tonight, uh, where are we partying at, man? Where's it going down at? Dre's. And you know what? I'm going to have Ice sneak us in the back door after that. <laughs> wow. Right. Take his belt and get him. And in. party in the VIP section with his belt. There and have go. him stand in front of the table while I party and celebrate all night. Mark, you're still not invited, Mark. <laughs> Damn. Oh, well. I'm sorry. Yeah, Mark. Well, we had uh, quite the night. So last night, I mean, yesterday was like a 24-hour day, mm-hmm. right, in kicking. But, and I was talking to Brittany about it. It's like, you guys do this all the time. Like, nonstop, go. Uh, come back, go, go again. Like, uh, what? What is there a regimen or um, some preparation you got to do to keep going? Um, honestly, man, it's, it's tr- I spend a lot of time sleeping on airplanes. So I'll give you an example. Friday, I have Friendsgiving. Had me hint they come through. We ate good. I went to bed about two o'clock in the morning. Had to be at the airport at six a.m. So I got about four hours of sleep, if that, maybe three, because I had to get up and get to the airport. Flew all the way to Wisconsin. Actually, MSP, so they flew me into Minneapolis. Got to the hotel, checked in, brushed my teeth again. Took an Uber all the way to the venue in Wisconsin. It was a 30-minute ride to Hudson, Wisconsin. Wrestled there, defended the, the UWN World Heavyweight Championship against Garrison Creed. Big dude, strong dude. Wasn't good enough. Went back to my hotel, ordered food. By the time I was in bed, it was 1.30 in the morning almost, and I had to be at the airport at 4.30 to fly all the way to Vegas. So I had about three hours of sleep again. I landed in Vegas, and then I showed up here to the Mark Hope show, <laughs> kicked the door down. Mark, I'm here. Put me on, you know. And 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 it's one of those things where it's finding finding meals when you can, finding sleep when you can, still getting time to hit the gym, you know. Dave, you know I'm a full time student. On top of that, yeah, full time, yeah. you know, full time student. I'm a dad. 
you know, I got I got a lot of things that I got my hands in the pockets. I'm working on my film right now as well. So when it comes to this traveling and being on the road and just and just doing the wrestling grind, it's finding when you can eat, when you can rest, when you can sleep. You know, going to the chiropractor, going to those physical ther- sports therapists and stuff like that. Getting, you know, I like to get cupping done in my body, have somebody rub it out, pause, um, and, and just and just really just take the time to recover. Because a lot of the time we're on the road, you know, you, you sleeping on planes and sitting on planes and changing time zones back and forth, that, that doesn't number on your body. Anybody who's traveling a lot, anybody who's in the business knows that the travel and all that is, is just, as, it's just as demanding as the job, you know? So it, it's taking it all in. And honestly, man, though, like a lot of people, you know, on their bucket list, they say they want to travel, right? They, when I grow up, yeah. I want to travel. I want to see the world. I'm fortunate enough that I get to do that while doing something that I love, you know, on someone else's dollar. I don't buy my flights. I don't buy my hotels. The promotions do. So I get to see all these new cities and states on someone else's dollar. So it's a benefit. It's a luxury. But also it's very demanding on the job. And now here I am on three and a half, four hours of sleep, getting ready to wrestle 30 dudes and then Ice Williams for the, for the FSW Heavyweight Championship. You know, it, 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 it comes with it. It's what we sign up for. There's no complaining. But, you know, I like it and I don't like it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you handle it well, man, like like a professional over there. Well, that's and, what he does. He's Danny Limelight. Oh, no, nah, don't L- get on Mark the wants to now. get invited. Yeah, Mark yeah, wants yeah. to get invited. Now you want to get on the squad again. <laughs> I put on, his man. picture on the Come wall. On, Come on. You just put that he up He paid double for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I'm just messing with you, Mark. It's all good. <laughs> well, hey, we have to take a break and come back for a second hour of the show, so we're going to have Danny sitting in with us and just a lot to take in from full gear and we need to get through that and a couple other things going on in the world of wrestling too including yeah that hammerstone guy got his release hammerstone i got a bone to pick with him today yeah we'll, we'll see all right we'll so see. stick around everybody we've got a whole lot more on the mark hoke show here on kdon 101.5 fm the talk of las vegas best in pro wrestling news and entertainment give us a follow just look up the mark hoke show whatever Ever social media app you want to use and join us, like us, whatever you want to do. We'll see you on the other side of the break. Stick around, everybody. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show. Like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today and thanks for listening. 